This is Alexa Curtis, and you're listening to the new Unfiltered. Every week, you can call in and give me your problems, and I'll help you get through them. In a friendship you need to get out of, we've all been there. Boyfriend cheat on you? You're not alone. Can't land your dream job? Join the party. Every Monday at 5 a.m. on the new Unfiltered. What is up, everyone? I haven't been in a studio in literally over a year, and this is where I thrive. I'm so glad to be back here. This is where I feel like I'm in the zone. I'm so happy. And I felt like I needed to record this episode on video because there is so much. I want you guys to see my facial expressions throughout this entire episode. And I also want to just say, what is up? I hope you guys are really enjoying this start to a new year. Things are heading in the right direction. We've got a vaccine coming out. A lot is about to change and I'm really hyped about it. But so that I'm not talking in circles, let's start with the elephant in the room, the new unfiltered. So we have decided to mutually dissolve that podcast. I am going to keep the new unfiltered going Honestly, I do best working on my own. I always have. For those of you who have followed me since the beginning, I used to do a podcast with an old friend of mine and that didn't work out. And at the end of the day, all you can really rely on is yourself. So I think it's just best that we dissolve that and I will continue on and I wish her the best of luck with her future endeavors. That being said, I've got some things to tell you if you want to start a podcast You're obviously probably watching this because you want to know why the fuck I'm moving to Texas. But until I get into that, you're going to have to forward ahead a little bit. I want to tell you a little bit about this experience. And for anyone who's looking to go into the podcasting world, what you should know. So I'm 23. I had a really successful podcast called This Is Life Unfiltered that I had for about two years, if not more. And then I got my show on Radio Disney. And that took me in a whole other direction career-wise. But both shows, I learned so much. For those who are wondering what happened with Radio Disney, that didn't end up re-signing. This is what happens in the industry. The show didn't get re-signed, had really little to do with me and more so just the overall method of how Radio Disney was run and how they were going more into music and less about interviewing shows. But that being said, I really had such a dope time being there. There was nothing I would have done differently besides been more patient. So that was my second show. And then I really decided to jump into the new Unfiltered because I love just talking about my life. That sounds so narcissistic, but when you interview people for close to five years, sometimes you just want to sit down and be like, I like this and I don't like this. And I just got to a point where I wanted to do that. And so that's why I jumped into the new Unfiltered. We only wanted to do 10 episodes. I only wanted to do one season at the beginning. And we got through almost half of them. And that's just what happens. This is life. But things to think of if you want to start a podcast. I talked to so many of you who want to start blogs and podcasts. You guys have so many incredible ideas. You need to put in so much time and effort and money. And let me tell you, you're going to get very little back for years. So if you are not ready to be in this shit for the long haul, you are not meant to be an entrepreneur or quite frankly, a podcaster. When I had This Is Life Unfiltered, the most I was making per episode was $400. That might sound like a lot, $400 for four episodes a month every week, but The amount of time you're spending six hours editing an episode, break that down, right, into an hourly rate. That is not a lot of money and it's a lot of time. And I just think that 
for me, having come from this background for so long and obviously working with someone who was their first time doing this, I just feel too advanced in this part to where I just, I know what to do. I know how to make it work. And it's just kind of hard to show someone the ropes. We're living in a day and age where everyone wants everything so instant. You guys want TikTok fame and you want YouTube fame and you want podcast fame. But when does it get to a point where you actually have to take a step back and realize how much work you're putting in to get those results. I mean, I never expected my Radio Disney show to even have the success that it did because I really thought I was going to walk in there and it was going to be easy. And even getting my first network show, I realized it's all pretty much the same. Like you still have to put in the work. You still have to email people. I was on an hourly salary at Radio Disney and I was making such little money, but I was dealing with it obviously for the experience. And they gave me that incredible experience that I love. But at the end of the day, if you're not willing to sacrifice things, like I sacrificed obviously making more money to be at a company like Disney, which was incredible because of the opportunity to also even out with how much work you're going to have to put into, you just can't let this social media craze of obsession with instant success get to you. So that's my advice for those of you who want to break into this industry. If you are bored after six or eight months, you got to reevaluate your priorities, maybe go to college. I don't know, but something's got to change. So what's coming up now? I obviously decided to end this season with her. Uh, And that being said, have decided to totally switch up the vibe of the new Unfiltered. My old podcast was primarily interviews and I loved interviews, but I was getting really bored. And so that's why I decided to go into this edgier kind of territory is because when I was signed with Disney, I wasn't able to talk about all these topics I love to talk about, like dating and relationships and the bullshit and business. And then when I left them, which is when pretty much I decided to start the new Unfiltered with Alex, is that I was finally able to be my realest, most authentic self. I'm 23, but because I've been doing this for so long, it's taken me years to become comfortable not only in business, but in my personal life. Like I have ultimately mentally developed a lot faster, but there's still parts of me that are 23. Like I'm still learning about myself and friendships and my body and really what I want out of life. And all of these experiences, I just chalk up to experience. But that being said, because I was bored at the, this is when I was doing This Is Life Unfiltered towards, I think like episode close to 150, 150 weeks of doing something is a lot of freaking time. It's way too much time. And so that's why I ultimately decided to move into the new unfiltered. And that's why for season two, which will start airing in February, I am doing something completely different, which I'm very hyped about. I am going to be doing a call-in show. So you guys will be able to call in, leave me a voicemail pretty much on my cell phone, and I will tackle all of these topics every single week, career to dating to friendships, things that I deal with, while also incorporating the interviewee part. So instead of doing really more direct interviews with guests, I'll be taking your guys's, I don't like to use the word problem, but I'll be taking everything that you are struggling with and I'll be putting that into episodes and then finding experts to really chime in and give opinions. And I think that's why I'm successful at what I do is because I have obviously dealt with so many ups and downs in this whole journey that I find myself to be very much a good source for information. And I'm not going to shy away from giving you the truth and also letting you learn from my mistakes. So now we're at about 10 minutes into the episode. So I can say at the beginning, fast forward to minute 10 if you want to know why I'm moving to Austin. I am moving to Austin 
for one reason and one reason only. I moved to Los Angeles when I was, I'm 23 now, about 19, 20. I moved there because I wanted to go and become someone. And that's why so many people moved to Los Angeles. I am one of the lucky ones and I worked my ass off. I don't believe in the whole luck thing. I really believe in hard work. I mean, yes, there's a sense of luck that people reply to your email, but in my journey, I don't believe in that shit. It's 100% hard work and feet on the ground running 24-7. So I moved there. I got a manager. I had that show on Radio Disney. And then the pandemic happened and everything changed. During that time, I literally found my dream apartment. It's an incredible, beautiful one-bedroom apartment up in Hollywood Hills. I feel so at home there. But slowly throughout the past six months, I've realized that the reasons that I moved there are no longer happening. And I have certainly, and won't deny it, sacrificed a ton of my own happiness over the past two years being in that city. I do a lot of college talks and many of you ask me, like, what is it like living in LA? Being from the East Coast, for me to be so type A, I'm very much aggressive in the way that I handle things, has always been really difficult for me in LA. I'm not someone who gives a shit about the beach. I actually hate the beach. I like to surf, but I don't like the beach. And I never even went to the beach as a kid. So that was never a draw for me living in LA. I live up in Hollywood Hills. Like you're an hour away from the beach. So if you want to go to the beach and move to LA, then you literally need to be living in Santa Monica or Venice because otherwise you don't need to be by the goddamn beach. I hate that everyone thinks about the stupid beach because the beach is 1% of LA. So anywho, I moved there and I got adjusted. I had uh, a lot of new friendships and friendships that ended. Business-wise, I learned so much. And then I finally got into this new apartment and have slowly started to realize that there's no reason that I'm there. I'm paying close to $2,000 a month in rent. I have always and always will continue to do this on my own. I've never had any financial help from anyone in my family or anyone. That's just not the life that I grew up into. And and I hope that's why many of you follow me is perhaps you can relate. But that being said, for me to be in this city that has so little going on in a place that I don't even really like because I don't even care about the beach, it just has all kind of built up into me really questioning a lot of things in my life. For me to obviously be taking a step back from what I started the new unfiltered for with with Alex and now be doing this back on my own. I have slowly realized that I don't need to be in LA to do those things. It really wasn't until that I was in Austin, I think two weeks ago, I have always loved Texas and it's me being in Austin that I really realized how much potential there is there. I have two uncles in Houston So I don't have a lot of family. I have two uncles. One of my uncles is an accountant. My other uncle is in um, pharmaceuticals and he's in Houston. And I drove with my best friend, Nick, and his girlfriend from Houston to Austin. We got an Airbnb. And at that point, I was thinking maybe like I could leave LA for a bit, do my own thing, but I wasn't 100% set on it. And after this weekend in Austin, I just realized there is so much potential in this city And the potential for me to be happy is actually something that I've overlooked for so long. Like I said, I sacrificed being my own happiness to be in this city where I thought I had to go out every night and party. I thought I had to spend $100 with like my wealthy trust fund friends, you know, who have trust funds on moist salmon because I might meet this producer or be in this coffee shop line drinking $10 almond milk lattes because that's what's cool in LA. 
And that's actually really uncool. I really don't like to go out and I don't care enough anymore to do it. And maybe I can thank COVID for this or whatnot, but I didn't realize how much of myself I had lost through that process of putting my head down and working and then also feeling the need to do these kind of extracurricular things on the weekend, like going out or these parties and events, because that's where I thought I was going to meet someone. That's where I'm going to meet the next producer or this next person. And that's just, that's not real life. You don't need to be sacrificing your happiness if you know yourself enough because of your career. Your career is going to work because you put hard work in. It's not going to work out because you live in LA or New York or Boston or Chicago. It's going to work out when you're able to really know who you are, what you want, and give yourself the freedom to kind of try new things. So I'm in Austin We got this Airbnb and immediately the first night, I mean, it was New Year's Eve and being very COVID safe, I still haven't gotten COVID, but I was instantly surrounded by friends of mine that I hadn't seen in a long time that are way more traditional than me, that have quote unquote nine to five normal jobs. I hate that word, but they have traditional jobs and I actually thrive being around just overall chill people. If you know me, I don't really like going out. I don't really enjoy spending tons of money. Like everything that I do at this point in my career needs to go back into my business. And the whole concept of me needing to go out to these fancy dinners to think I'm going to meet someone to like make people happy with me doing that on Friday nights when I want to stay home is no longer relevant to me. So I was there on the first night and we just had so much fun. We like hung out at the Airbnb. It wasn't like we needed to go out even though bars were open. Conversations that weren't surrounding around entertainment, followers, TikToking and YouTube. I have always been really transparent with people in my life that those kind of comments are a serious trigger for me. I have always just been told that I'm not good enough. I don't have enough followers. You're never going to be successful. And so when I'm around friends who really talk about that, I get a ser- so much anxiety to where I feel so worthless. And for me to be around people who that's not what they care about. Like they look at me from what I've done from the beginning, not the number that I have on Instagram. It just felt like a breath of fresh air. And then the next day, uh, a few of my friend Grace and I went out to this outdoor bar and there was a cute guy and everyone was just talking and hanging out. And I just was like, oh my God, I was single in LA for three years because you literally can't date there, but not everywhere is like LA. Texas has so much potential for not only food, but in my opinion, small businesses. Right now, LA has completely ruined their entire small business infrastructure. I'm very liberal. I'm not a Republican. But that being said, LA is a total shit show. Not only are you surrounded and paying thousands of dollars a month on rent to walk out to a street of homeless people, you're also looking at a governor who's like out partying and then closing restaurants while keeping nail salons open. And for me to be in an environment in Texas where I just can see the opportunity of networking with like chill, inspired people who are not in this city to be something. They're in this city to find something. And that's that's different because to be something, you have really have to let a part of yourself go. Anyone in L.A., in my opinion, that's why I moved there. You're there to make yourself something. You're there to party. You're there to meet people. You're there to do all of these things to break into entertainment. In other cities, people are there to like find happiness. People are there to find a really cool job. People are there to meet new friends. And I just haven't personally found that L.A. was ever that kind of place. Uh, and it really took me being in, in Austin to kind of to kind of realize that. So along with that, I this focus for this year is this new season of The New Unfiltered, really getting some amazing experts on and trying to focus on what I do best, which is 
giving you the the truth about all aspects of life. And along with that, growing this summit program. So Austin to me has a huge potential for colleges, even being around there. A lot of people are just fresh out of college. A lot of people are going into colleges. Moving to LA from Boston for me was like literally going from Mansfield, Connecticut, where I'm from, to like Chicago. It's just a total culture shock. The East Coast to the West Coast is one thing in general. But when you're going from the East Coast, where people really are trying to make it, to the LA vibe, where it's almost like this is everyone's last chance to be successful. I mean, this is why I moved to LA. I literally moved there because I was like, New York, Boston, didn't really figure it out. If I go to LA and I don't get a show, I'm ending my career. I got the show. So in reality, I moved there for what I wanted and it happened. And now that I'm more focused on growing the summit program, ideally getting another TV show as well, that doesn't have to be in LA. I just see uh, Texas having a huge potential for that. And then the thing that I was going to mention too is the thing about LA is it's like you are up against such big companies. You're up against Pepperdine and USC and UCLA. So when I took a step back over the past few months and was even pitching the summit program out, I've been getting such a big response from people everywhere but California, which is funny because the last summit that I had was was at Berkeley, but that wasn't even in LA. Like that was in San Francisco. And that to me, getting that connection was just luck. And the way that I pitched that first Drexel summit to someone at a conference in Philadelphia, I see that happening so much more possibly in Austin, being at a coffee shop and meeting some head of a college or even cold pitching and getting a a meeting just way more possible in Texas right now than I can see in LA. And it's so unfortunate having now for me lived in LA and New York and see how crazy it is that these cities have been completely destroyed. I mean, it's terrifying, but it's also made me realize You can't move for the city. You need to move for yourself. So the reasons that I moved to LA for those networking and those parties and events, which is what I sucked up and did for years, is not happening anymore. And at this point, I really can be anywhere. And I'm hyped. I have been comfortable in LA. Like I wake up every day and I have my fancy coffee and I love my $600 bed. And I'm at a point where I'm like, this is dope. Like this is the life I've always wanted to live. And I'm only 23 and I've done it on my own. But also I can't let a apartment that I don't even own hold me to a city where I have three good friends in now. But I think eventually, honestly, they might even leave. So as much as I love, I love that apartment, I really think that until LA bounces back, I am excited to be uncomfortable again. I'm excited for the possibility. And I'm so excited to be happy. This is so sad. But like, for me, having taking a step back in the past few weeks and just realized how much I sacrificed for all of these different things that really didn't even end up working out in the end, you know, potential meetings or, or things. I'm really glad that I did them. But at this point, I just don't think there's anything tying me to LA. I'm still going to keep my apartment there and I'm going to Austin on Friday to look at apartments there. But I, I'm open. I think everyone should take a step back from their life Look at your life and evaluate the things you would have done differently had you known more. And for me, that one thing would have been, I wished I certainly had lived at home a little longer. And I also wished that I stopped not listening to myself. So much of what's honestly evolved with this podcast is that I didn't really trust my gut. I knew that I wasn't the right fit to have a business partner. I think that if you're... God is telling you something and you're not listening to it, you're setting yourself up to fail. 
And in a sense, I learned my lesson and I did. And now I'm ready to do exactly what makes me passionate. And that's what's so important is you have to get to a point where you're able to know this makes me unhappy. It took me three years of going out and buying the expensive salmon dishes at the restaurants and the expensive sushi dishes to think I was going to meet someone or get to this point in my career to realize that I can buy $10 salmon in Austin, Texas, and I can buy a house too, and I'll be fine. If there's a party I want to go to, I can fly to LA. If I want to go to Boston for the weekend, I can fly there. And the whole lifestyle, I mean, is totally different too. You're looking at a city where not only are things open right now, but Oracle's moved there. Tesla, I think, has moved there. Google, I think, has moved there. So the tech scene is booming. WeWorks are open. And you're able to get so much money, so much real estate for what you have. You have $1,000. You can get a one bedroom and an office and not even have to go in. You can literally walk to your office in your apartment and you're good. You can walk outside and go to greenery. You can go to lakes. You can not really go to a beach. But like I said, I hate the beach anyway. So it's kind of like at that time, who really gives a shit? And so that's pretty much all I have to say. I am extremely excited to start this new chapter. I'm extremely excited to be able to show how by being an entrepreneur, you truly can do anything and work from anywhere. And that's that's the sweet spot of this is that as long as you're putting in work and hard work, you can live in California, Connecticut, Wisconsin, Wyoming. What's the cap? Is Wisconsin the capital of Wyoming? I don't think so. Anywhere, anywhere, and you can get it done. So yeah, and the food is the food is amazing. The guys are super hot. I really like IPAs. I'm like newly into drinking beers. And I just, I think Austin's Austin's pretty great for that. So that being said, what's to come? The Be Fearless Summit Mentor Program is taking an exceptionally long amount of time to code. That will be ready in probably the next six weeks, I hope. My goal for this year, if this program is successful, is to expand it into an app. I'm looking right now at buying a technology from a friend of mine who has a dating app that is very similar to what I'm trying to do with this app. That's going to cost me about $20,000, and that isn't money that I have right now to throw at an app, so potentially might be looking at some type of investor if I go down that route. So there's the Summit program. My end goal is obviously to always have another TV show, and so I hope that will happen. I've put some feelers out to people in Austin. Like I would love to get some type of on-air hosting gig on a TV show, even like being in the podcast studio. I just feel so, I feel so at home. Uh, I really enjoy speaking about things that I know and learning through other people as well. That's how I learn is just by talking to people all the time. So the summit, the TV show, and then honestly, really focusing on those two and just figuring out ways to keep myself grounded as my company grows and as I really can kind of see the future of things evolving. It's taken me 13 years to where I can even say these things are happening. And for me, I think leaving LA is the is the final step in me being able to be really comfortable with who I am and be really comfortable with continuing to learn and grow. Maybe I'll go back to LA one day. Maybe I'll go back after six months. But right now, LA is not the place for me. And I am excited to have so many tacos all day and make like cool new friends, people who don't hate their lives and are not desperate to be famous. Being around people who are desperate to be famous is like literally being around dogs who are just ramming into walls and like they can't break the wall. It's just, that's why I hate the word influencer is because I hate to be a bitch, but the difference between an influencer and an entrepreneur, 
is totally different. I mean, the concept of literally not having to do anything but post a picture on Instagram and bring no value to the world besides your ass is just, it doesn't flow in my boat. If that's what you want to do, cool. But I got to, I got to get away from this for a bit to, to even myself out. So phone number for this call-in show for season two of the new Unfiltered will be coming soon. I've got a really cool logo I'm working on with my designer. I want to have a lot of these in the vault. So that kind of means with a podcast, you want to have a bunch of episodes filmed and then you can start releasing them. Another huge thing about podcasting, even if there's no money, have a contract. And even if you think you want to film every week, don't. Like don't even put out a podcast without seven episodes ready to go. And that's over seven hours of time. If you want to do this, good for you, but you must have time and energy. But yes, phone number is going to come soon. Logo will be coming soon, probably sometime in February. And I hope this, I know is a shock to many who are like, of course you're leaving again, uh, moving. But I've been in LA for like close to four years at this point. Because I just got this apartment, it seems like I just moved there. But I did the whole starving artist thing in LA when I first moved there. I had so many different roommates. I had shitty apartments. And now I'm finally settled. And of course, I'm like, I got to get out. I'm bored. Like, what's next? Uh, but this this is just life. And the amazing thing about being young and being in your 20s is this is the time you can be selfish. I am so over people thinking that they have to sacrifice their time or they have to sacrifice what they want to do for a career or the side hobbies they want to pursue because they're in a relationship with someone who doesn't want to do that or because they think their boss doesn't want to see them do that. There is none of that. You can make less errors in your 30s, but please, please, please make errors in your 20s. Move around, figure out cities you like, maybe buy a house, maybe don't. I mean, there's no, if I had the money right now to buy a house, I would solely for real estate. And I'm really into the financial part of things and really trying to build money up, uh, which I which I feel like I was not doing right a lot of times in LA. And now that I'm really invested in that, I see the potential of renting, but also not necessarily needing to spend $2,000, like being in a city where you can spend $1,000 and also have a pool and a gym and just a totally different lifestyle. And so I really, really can't encourage you guys enough to try things out. I am not this crazy nut job who needs to live in a new city every week. I am someone who just thrives on making connections and being uncomfortable and being around cool people. And until I find that city, I am in the position to be able to do that as of are all of you. And unless there's something really tying you down to someone, have nothing tie you down. Have very little expenses, as little as you can. Uh, have very little access excessively to social media. Really f- look at your life as this precious little thing that you have the chance to do so much with. And I don't want to see any of you guys sacrificing the things that I have, I think, over the past two years being in LA because you think that's going to make you successful. Because look, it it won't. I could have been in Texas for the past two years and I would probably honestly have already sold this summit company and be a multimillionaire. But I sacrificed it because I wanted to try it out and I don't live with any regrets, but I like the idea of being a nomad. I don't think anyone in their 20s should be buying up tons of real estate unless you really can do that. I think now that everyone's working from home, you have the option, go try out New York for a month, find a sublet, go to Austin, go to LA, like go anywhere and just see what you like. And I hope you call in with more of these questions as I start to dive into this new chapter with this podcast. All existing episodes are still live on This Is Life Unfiltered. So if you want to hear what I was like when I would interview people, so many 
great people I met through that show. Oh my gosh, I'm so blessed to have even started that podcast and have even had the Radio Disney show. I'm glad I worked my ass off to get it. And yeah, if you want to listen to those, those are available on all streaming sites, Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, and this phone number will be coming out soon. You'll know the minute that it does, and you can call in and ask me all of your questions, and I will tell you how to properly write your emails and land your own TV shows and make your best life. So I hope this episode has explained what happened with the new unfiltered, why I've decided to go back to pretty much just doing this on my own, and why I am picking up my life and moving to Texas. So season two coming soon. See you guys in Austin. If you're ever around and want to say hi, please DM me, send me an email. Would love to meet other people in Austin, especially those in college. Really want to know what you guys are struggling with during this year with the pandemic. And I will see you guys soon. Bye.